Lynn. Happy Friday. This is your first ever listening on The Woman Podcast. My name is Tamani Lynn, and I'm the founder and CEO of Women of Lynn, which is a women's empowerment organization that is dedicated to uplifting, empowering, and inspiring all women to be boss through support and networking. We partake in a variation of different initiatives like group community service. We have an international motivational podcast like this one, or global, might I add, for, you know, moving forward. We do weekly group community service, a motivational podcast like this one, webinars, seminars, workshops, you nearly basically do it, sis. We're an one stop shop for empowerment, and you are listening to the Women Podcast, where I sit down with female entrepreneurs, or W bosses rather, which is what we like to call them, and I sit down with them, and I talk with them not only about the topic at hand, but also their journeys of becoming bosses up until the point that we record this episode, and if this is your first ever listen in on our podcast, then we do updates in the of every single episode, and we have two for you ladies this week. So update number one, our Double Biz E-Masterclass week three is taking place this evening at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We have two amazing special guests. We have the amazing Stan Kemp, in which she is a financial strategist and certified CPA for small businesses. Um, You ladies are probably familiar with her already because we always rave about her. She is so amazing. We just hosted an Instagram Live with her not too long ago, and she's a special guest for tonight's class. And then we have another special guest. Her name is Yulita Gee. She is a financial literacy coach, and she will also be joining us this evening. Again, this is week three, a part of our five-week course, starting a Business 101 e-masterclass, a part of Women of Lynn. We are super, super stoked to host tonight's class, and we cannot wait for this evening. So that is update number one. And also, you ladies can go ahead and grab your tickets. Of course, this is an ongoing masterclass. As we do every single time we host a class, we leave tickets up until the last day before our last class. So you ladies can go ahead and grab your tickets for that at womenlynn.org slash masterclass. Moving forward, update number two. Ladies, we have more merch dropping. I believe we said this last week, but again, I'm so excited. So I'm going to say every single week, (laughs) but we have more merch dropping very, very soon. Again, as I said last week, I cannot say what it is, but just keep your eyes out because I love this new collection that we're going to have. It's super cute. So that is update number two and update number three. Women One has some amazing, amazing partnerships lined up. So we want you ladies to go ahead and subscribe to womenwithin.org to be the first to know the partnerships that we have lined up. We are connecting with so many like-minded boss CEOs and women and overall just amazing women's empowerment companies. So you ladies can go ahead and again subscribe to our website to be the first to know when we start announcing those partnerships. And last but not least, update number four, Women of Lynn will officially be coming back to community service next month. Yay, 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 yay. <laughs> we will officially be coming back to community service next month. Oh my goodness, this has been one of the most excruciating things that we've had to put on pause for Women of Lynn because as you ladies know, we love getting into the community, assisting our community in any which way we can, donating food and clothes, whether we're serving food through our community and different things. So we will be starting back community service physically next month. If you ladies are interested in joining our community service volunteer team, whether it's for university credit, community service hours, and so on and so forth, it should just be with us and giving back to the community within the DMV area. You ladies can go ahead and shoot an email to our executive community service coordinator, niat.womblin at gmail.com. That is N-I-A-T dot at gmail.com. So we're super excited to get back into our community and to just fulfill our overall purpose of, you know, why we're here as a women's empowerment organization. So that is update number four. So that is it for all of our updates this week, ladies. And you ladies know that we have segments a part of our podcast each and every week. We have a woman to watch of the week and then we have an ask somebody question of the week. So 
I'm going to go ahead and get started with our Women to Watch of the Week. Our Women to Watch of the Week is one of my favorite, favorite, favorite girl bosses currently. Her name is Miss Chevelle. If you ladies have a Twitter, then you ladies know she has been dropping gems lately on the TL, okay? Her at name is at M-S Chevelle. That is C-H-E-V-E-L-L-E. And she is a writer. She is an artist. And her bio says she is a writer before anything else. Writing is her therapy, her home, and her peace of mind. She says she creates so much art with just a pen and paper and so much art that she's excited to share with the world. I'm well aware of her book that she just launched and it has nothing but the best of the best reviews. So this is our current favorite girl boss and our woman to watch of the week. Again, her name is Miss Chevelle. Also, she goes by Miss C, the writer. And you ladies can go ahead and support her by following her at Miss Chevelle, as we stated. And go ahead and purchase her book while you're at it. That is our sis. We will definitely be supporting her as an organization and even myself personally moving forward after this episode. And we hope you W bosses listening will do the same. So that is our Women's Watch of the Week. And moving on to our Ask Samani question of the week. So our Ask Samani question of the week was actually within a coaching call that one of you ladies booked with me and I got the chance to sit down with a client and walk her through how to answer this question over the course of, of course, you know, 30, 45 minutes, which is, you know, the normal length of a call with me. But I wanted to share this same question on our podcast this Friday because it was such an impactful answer. And I definitely do think you ladies can learn from it as well. So the question that she asked me when we were on our coaching call together, she asked me, Tamani, you know, I have this business in this brand in mind, how do I start my business? Where do I even start? And that can be such a packed question when you ladies ask yourselves that, you know, where can I even start with this business? And although the answer may vary, I was able to hone down on three key areas that you ladies need to answer in regards to answering that question and, you know, fulfilling your purpose of starting that business. So ladies, go ahead and get your pen and paper out because we will be dropping gems, okay? Before this topic even gets there, we drop it gems. So to answer that question, you want to have what is called navigation tiers, okay? There are three tiers in order to navigate through a company or business and in order to start it. So number one, you want to figure out how to map out that business, okay? And you ladies know, we always recommend one of our favorite business tools and, you know, one of our most universal business tools. It's called the branding slash business tree. You ladies can find it at womenland.org slash business necessities. It is a free downloadable. So first you want to map out your idea, right? You want to figure out, okay, what is my mission statement? if I need one? What are my initiatives and what will I do in order to overall impact those missions and initiatives that I want to have? Okay. For example, Women of Land, we are a women's empowerment organization that is dedicated to uplifting and empowering all women to be bosses. That is our mission. Through that, we will make sure that we complete our overall mission by doing different things like our podcast, doing group community service, doing, you know, webinars, seminars, different things like that. And that's how we're able to fulfill our mission. So we created a tree that overall helps you map out that idea to make sure that it doesn't just stay an idea and it turns into an actual business and a brand. So that's number one. You want to map out your idea and of course using our free downloadable a branding slash business tree. So that is number one. And number two, you want to have a longevity tactic. This is one of the biggest mistakes that a lot of entrepreneurs make. You ladies start companies and you start businesses because in the beginning you turn a hobby into a company when honestly some hobbies just need to stay hobbies. Okay. It'll be like a year, two years down the line and you're just like, I'm so exhausted from this business. This should have just stayed something that I do every Sunday, you know, like painting or whatever, or different 
business ideas that you ladies come up with. And this is something that a lot of entrepreneurs may face. They don't think about longevity tactics, okay? Yes, this may be something that you love to do, but are you willing to do it for the rest of your life when it comes to entrepreneurship and in business? So you ladies need to figure out, okay, can I grow with this company? Can this company move on without me? You know, God forbid after I pass, you know, is this going to be a company that lasts forever or is it just for the moment? So we always recommend to our clients to think about that as well as far as their longevity tactic. Do you want this to be an actual business and brand that goes on well after you? Or is it just something that's for the moment because you know it's a hobby that you just want to turn into a business for the time being? Okay, so that's number two. Have a longevity tactic. And number three, lastly, have different sources of monetization. This is our favorite tip that we like to share with all of our clients and anyone we come in contact with, whether it's within our seminars, our business masterclass that we currently have going on or different outlets and platforms. But you really want to make sure, ladies, that you're creating more than one source of income within your company. Okay, how many sources of income does the average millionaire have? seven, right? So in knowing that you want to, of course, reflect at least seven, if not five, then at most seven within your company, because you want to make sure that there are different lanes that you can monetize within your business. Okay. For example, Women of Lynn has seven or eight lanes of monetization. We're going to give you ladies a general example. Say you have an organization, right? And you have eBooks, you have webinars, you have e-masterclasses, you have um, coaching services, different things like that. That's off the top of my head, three or four lanes of monetization that, you know, can be a part of one company and people start businesses and they start more than one business when honestly, a lot of the things, the different lanes that they're creating for another company, it can just be a part of one company. So we want you ladies to think about that as well. And starting a business after you map it out, after you have your longevity tactic, think about what are the different lanes of monetization that I can have within this one company without creating four or five businesses? What are different lanes of monetization that I can create a part of one company that will give me at least five to seven sources of income. Okay. So that is the answer to our Ask Somebody question this week. Again, I wanted to share this from a coaching call that I had with a client and, you know, we were talking about it. She was like, oh my gosh, like this, you know, definitely mapped out things for me. So in me sharing this, hopefully this can, you know, impact one of you W bosses listening as well. So go ahead and get started on that business, but make sure you're doing it with the navigation tiers that I just mentioned. Okay, so that is our answer to our Ask Tamani question of the week. And moving on to our topic. Yes, our topic. Ladies, I was so excited for this week's topic. I know I say that every week, but I really do be excited (laughs) for all of our topics. But this one in particular, y'all were on me about this one. Y'all were really on me in my emails and my DMs. Sis, when are you going to give a part two to this episode? When are you going to talk about this topic again? When are we going to hear about it again? And again is now, okay? Okay, so this week we are talking about girl bosses in relationships. Yes, ma'am. Girl boss in relationships. I know it's right around, Valentine's Day is right around the corner. I know I'm going to press a lot of buttons with this topic, but we are getting into some things today. Okay, ladies? So let's go ahead and hop into it. So part one of this actual topic was all the way back in season one when I think I was like a sophomore in college at Bowie State and I had two friends that hopped on the episode with me and we just talked about this topic for I think it was about an hour and we were just having girls 
girl talk centered around the same topic. And, you know, I thought, why not have a full circle moment and do this episode as a part two, but have it, you know, solo, right? Because I've grown so much since then as a woman, as a business owner, and I've began to experience a lot more things, especially, you know, versus two years ago. And a lot of my views have changed. So in saying this, we actually ladies this week on Instagram to go ahead and send us questions centered around this topic and you ladies hopped on it okay y'all wanted to know the ins and outs of so many things like girl what's Sierra's prayer and what man do I look for in x y and z so this week it will be a Q&A based episode and I'm very very excited to answer you ladies question this afternoon and you know have a girl talk via that way okay so we have a lot of different questions from a lot of different W bosses across the country so we will basically be stating these questions and answering them on spot, meaning I did not prepare to answer these questions. These are the first time I'm seeing these questions. So this is really nerve wracking, but exciting at the same time. Okay. And this episode is for women and bosses to gain advice on this topic and to also be exposed to a lot of the different questions that a lot of you ladies are, you know, asking to kind of get guidance on it as well. Okay. So let's go ahead and hop into it. Question one is from, and I'm not going to say anyone's names. I'm just going to say initials and the state in which the question came from, okay? So question number one, JL from Louisiana says, how do we find Sierra's prayer? So I see this question a lot, not only just, you know, throughout my friend groups and, you know, people like, girl, how we get Sierra's prayer on social media? What is Sierra's prayer? We need to start asking ourselves, what was Russell's prayer, okay? Let's talk about that. What was Russell's prayer and what type of woman was Sierra to the point where she attracted such an amazing man? Of course, we don't know their situation of the ins and outs, but we know what we see and we see that it's amazing. And, you know, she's so happy compared to where she was and who she was with. And she's just glowing like back to back. So to answer that question, we need to ask ourselves, what was Russell's prayer? What type of woman was Sierra to the point where she attracted such an amazing man? Okay. And we need to ask ourselves, what what type of women are we, you know, that are attracting certain types of men? Okay, let's let's be real. Let's be serious. We need to start looking in the mirror as bosses and as women and ask ourselves if we're attracting these low down guys and they're not giving us what we deserve. We're not going on dates. We just laying up arguing and chilling and watching Netflix versus, you know, a man that we want that's always taking us on dates, appreciating us as women, X, Y, and Z. What are we exuding and what are we allowing as well? Ooh, that's a big one. What are we allowing that is making these guys think, okay, yeah, I can treat her like this and she'll just be fine with it, okay? Walking into this new year, a lot of myself and my girl boss friends were just like, we are not accepting anything less than what we deserve this year. And I think all women, and especially if you're listening to this episode, you family sis. So as W bosses walking to this new year, we are not accepting any type of men that aren't taking us out on dates. I don't care if it's a panoramic. I don't care what's going on. He can make something cute for you. You guys can go out, do sipping paints or go to the park, you know, make it still safe. But walking into this new year, do not accept anything less than you deserve. Okay, and I'm being so serious. Don't accept anything less than you deserve and make sure you're having qualities that you want to be reflected in your partner as well. You want someone who treats you nice and kind and is a good friend to you before a relationship and has amazing chivalry and respect. Do you encompass those same things? Are you respectful to them, right? Are you exuding a good friend before the girlfriend phase? Are you accepting, you know, dates once every once in a while? Or are you adamant about, you know, showing your partner 
partner affection via that way? Or do you have chivalry as well in different ways as far as from a woman's standpoint? Different things like that. So I want us ladies to ask ourselves this question, what was Russell's prayer and how can I reflect what I want to receive as a woman in order to capture a man like Russell? Okay, so that was a good question, JL from Louisiana. She said, how do we find Sierra's prayer? The answer to that question is, what was Russell's prayer and how can I get on that? Okay, so that is question number one. Question number two, AS from Baltimore. Okay, hometown, Maryland. AS from Baltimore. She says, what type of guy should I look for as far as qualities that will give me longevity? So this is a really good question as well. So the type of qualities that I think all of us as women should look for is a really, one, a really good relationship, family relationship. Of course, this may vary, you know, from guy to guy, but this is one of the biggest things that I think I've noticed throughout dating is making sure that the guy that I'm interested in has a really good relationship with his family especially his mom okay if that man doesn't treat his mom with respect how are you expecting for him to treat you okay so that is one of the biggest things that I think you guys should look for as far as the qualities in a man is number one making sure that they have a really good relationship with their family and especially their mom two respect for himself Oh my goodness. So a man that doesn't respect himself and a man that doesn't have goals for himself, goal-oriented, a go-getter, X, Y, and Z, all the things that I'm pretty sure we all look for as far as similarities within a man, you need to make sure that he respects himself, okay? Again, the respect thing. You want to make sure he respects the top women in his life and also himself. And that says a lot. How can you expect a man to respect you if he doesn't respect himself and his leading lady in his life before you, right? So I want you ladies to ask yourselves that as well. Does he respect himself? Three, you want someone who can teach you something, okay? Going into 2021 is no more being with guys that we know we have more mental capacity than them, okay? We want to start looking for men who can educate us, okay? Who can teach us different things, who can lead, okay? We need to start looking for leaders. A lot of you ladies listening to this podcast are probably within your 20s, early 30s, around that age realm. So we're getting to that age where it's no more fun and games anymore. Well, I don't know about y'all, but I don't like wasting time. So I really want you ladies to start looking for men that can teach you something, that can lead you, that can be that boss within your relationship so you don't have to come home and be the boss to him too and tell him what to do and teach him different things, right? Jeannie Mai was just talking about this. If you ladies watched The Real, this was something that you know I saw a, a while ago that also got my mind thinking, maybe I should bring this topic back. So this is definitely you know what I'm about to explain to you ladies, something I saw on TV that inspired me to reboot this topic and create a part two to it. But Jeannie Mai, you ladies know that she's engaged right now. And she was talking about how as a boss, she comes home and throughout her entire day, she's being a boss. She's telling people what to do. She's teaching people other things. She's handling her business. But when she comes home, she just wants to allow him to tell her what to do and to allow him to lead. And I think that is so, so, so important. There is nothing worse than having to lead throughout your entire day, host masterclasses, do a podcast like myself, handle orders, handle a team, then come home and 
and be like, I need you to do X, Y, and Z. Why haven't you done X, Y, and Z? And lead the man in your life, that man should be leading you, sis. So those are the three main qualities that I can definitely, you know, recommend as far as looking for the right qualities within a man that will give you longevity. Because if that man could lead you, if he respects himself and he respects his mother, of course, among other things, girl, that is longevity right there. That's that's a good five, six years right there. <laughs> Just kidding, but that is longevity right there. So that is the answer to question number two. Again, that was an amazing question, uh, AS from Baltimore. Question number three, TB from North Carolina. Why is it so hard to date when being a business owner? Oh my goodness, woo child. These men be threatened, <laughs> okay? And not, again, a lot of these things that I'm saying, they're not centered off of personal experience, but just me talking to my friends, you know, being in girl groups, we see a lot of the same things. And ladies, a lot of these men will tend to be threatened, whether you're a business owner, you're a boss, if you're doing X, Y, and Z, and especially if you have a little bit more going on than him, a lot of these guys, when it comes to dating, they become very threatened. Of course, they may not want to say it, But of course, if you're a man and you're supposed to leave the relationship and your woman is doing more than you, you shouldn't feel threatened. But, you know, it's definitely a really big thing that, you know, a lot of myself and my girls were seeing. And this journey of being in our 20s and dating as bosses, we're seeing that a lot of these men are threatened. So it's very hard these days to find someone who isn't bothered by the fact that you have X, Y, and Z going on and you're handling X, Y, and Z tasks and, you know, they don't feel belittled. Okay, so that's... Um, the answer to my question. I think it's so hard to date when being a business owner and a boss these days because these guys be threatened. To be quite honest, these these new times, a lot of us as women are out hustling these men. But that's another convo for another day, child. So that is my answer for question three. Moving on to question four. T.A. from Florida. She says, I've been dating for a while and it never leads to a relationship. What should I do? Honestly, sis... I know this may be a hard bullet to bite, but if you're dating multiple people and it's been for a while and it never leads to a relationship, ask yourself, what are you settling for? What are you settling for and why does it never lead to a relationship? Again, going back to the beginning of the episode, I talked about this. Look in the mirror and ask yourself, what is going on? Why am I not attracting what I want, you know, within a man? And look in the mirror and ask yourself, what is going on? Okay, never look in the mirror and ask yourself what's going on and question yourself if it's just with one person. Okay, never do that. But if it's, of course, across a multitude of people and, of course, the long period of time, you want to ask yourself, what is going on and what are you selling for? Are you settling for guys who, you know, are okay with not taking you on dates, are okay with, you know, letting you do X, Y, and Z alone, are okay with not leading you? And is that why it never leads to a relationship? Or are you giving too much of yourself too soon? Or what do I need to grow into a relationship with her if she's already giving me all the things that a girlfriend should be giving me? Again, that's another comment for another day too. But you really want to ask yourself, you know, what things can I say? save for my relationship, right? So it can advance to different things, okay? Answer to this question is basically ask yourself, look in the mirror, what am I settling for? You know, and why isn't this advancing? Ask yourself, what are the qualities that you're exuding that where you're attracting the same type of situation to where they're never advancing to something better as far as a relationship? And also ask yourself, am I giving X, Y, and Z qualities of a girlfriend that I shouldn't be giving so soon to the point where it's not advancing because I'm already giving him 
everything, right? So think about that as well. So that's the answer to question number four. Moving on to question number five, you ladies are on it with these questions and we're gonna have seven questions. So this is five out of seven. SJ from Washington says, how do you juggle being in a relationship and being a business owner and a boss at the same time? So this one's a little tough. So a lot of bosses and business owners, um, we struggle when it comes to dating because it, it just comes down to time. Literally, that's it. It just comes down to time. And to beat that, you really need to create time slots. As businessy as that sound, you need to create time slots for the people that you love within your life, okay? For instance, you ladies know I love to withhold Sundays for myself. I will not do anything on a Sunday. That is my self-care day. Make sure you're making time for the people in your life, okay? Not just with relationships, but in general. Make sure you're making time for your friendships to grow, for your relationship with your family family to grow, for your relationship as far as your man in order for that to grow, okay? Even if that's, you know, vacations once a month to make sure that, you know, you're giving your partner that time that they deserve with you, that's really important when it comes to juggling being a boss and a businesswoman in a relationship is making sure that you're creating time, okay? Make sure you're creating that balance not only for yourself, but also for your relationship, okay? So that is my answer to that question. That was a good question as well. Question number six, AD from Georgia. With being a boss, men seem to be a liability. (laughs) What do you think? So this is a funny question. She said, with being a boss, men seem to be a liability. What do you think? So it depends on the man. It definitely depends on the man, ladies, when it comes to dating and being a W boss. Again, going back to that threatening thing that we were just talking about, you really want to date someone who supports your vision, who supports your dream, who supports you as a businesswoman and supports your growth. There is nothing worse than a man Um, And I think we should stop giving our time to guys like this. Guys that think that they need to take up all of your time, be glued to you, attached to you, that gives you no time to get anything done. And in consequence to that, that person is now being seen as a liability, okay? You wanna make sure that the man you're with is adding to you, motivating you, supporting you in everything that you do, and making sure that they're an asset versus a liability. So to answer your question, love, I do agree with you sometimes a a lot of guys can be seen as liabilities. I'm just going back to my answer about, you know, the threatening thing that we were just talking about. But in order to defeat, you know, being with guys that do end up being liabilities, start drawing your attention to men that are just as busy as you, that understand your work schedule, that understand your your busy life as a boss, and someone who can teach you, support you, and help you grow throughout your journey of building a brand and a business. So that's my answer to that question. I definitely agree. But you ladies need to start looking at okay, women that I can start dating that are assets to me versus liabilities, okay? So that's my answer to that question. Moving on to the last question, AC from California says, what are some general dating tips that you have for bosses, Tamani? So some general dating tips that I have, ooh, let me think, this is this is a tough one because it's so many. Aside from the things that I've already said, and you ladies know that I'm currently in this phase right now, I think it's so important for every boss to have a Tracy Ellis phase. Have a phase to where you're just loving on yourself, taking yourself shopping 24-7, getting your nails done, getting your hair done, always out of town, just loving yourself as a woman, chasing life, chasing your dreams on your own, the solo way, and you being the best boss that you can be alone, you will start to attract not only girlfriends around you, 
good friends around you and like-minded boss women around you, but you'll also begin to attract boss men that appreciate the fact that you love yourself, take care of yourself, and you've had that Tracy Ellis phase. So that is one of the biggest tips that I can give to you ladies listening is making sure that you have or currently are in that phase of loving yourself, appreciating yourself, taking yourself out, just doing the thing on the solo, okay? And you will begin to attract men that appreciate that, okay? And the more you do yourself and the more you stop looking for dating or looking for a particular type of guy, that's that'll be the second to where they just run into you, okay? So that is one of the biggest dating tips that I can give to you ladies listening. I know it's only one tip, but it is so impactful. And I love this season that I'm in because it's just, it's just all about me. All 2021, it's just all about me accomplishing all my goals, all my dreams, all my visions. And if that person comes along, that's great. But if not, I'm still going to be doing me at the end of the day. And I think all you ladies should be doing the same. Okay, so that is our answer to our last question, a part of our Q&A for girl bosses and relationships, ladies. Today, we talked about so many different things as far as what are the things that you need to exude in a single woman to attract that Russell Wilson. Okay, we need to make sure that we are Sierra first and just overall different things that I think we really needed to talk about within this season because we're growing as bosses, we're growing as women, we're getting older. So we need to have girl talks about a lot of different things, right? Right? So that concludes our topic for this week. Thank you ladies so much for tuning in. And y'all literally last episode, I said we were at 19,000 plays. Ladies, tell me why we're at 1,900, 850 plays as of this morning. So literally we're only a couple hundred plays away from 20,000. You ladies know that I said live podcast at 20,000, but of course you guys know that the COVID cases are skyrocketing. They're even worse than what they were back in April, which was supposed to be our peak. So we probably won't be doing a live podcast right now, but we'll think about something special to host. Um, And in the meantime, if you ladies have any ideas as far as that to replace our live recording, go ahead and shoot us an email at wimbledon at gmail.com so we can see, you know, you guys recommendations as well. Okay. All right. So thank you ladies so much once again for tuning in to yet another episode on the Women Podcast. This week's episode was super, super fun to host. And I'm so happy and fortunate that you ladies are so open to ask me questions every single week so we can have these girl talks and these deeper conversations that I think is so important for us bosses to have. But again, thank you ladies so much for tuning in. And you ladies will hear me next week, maybe solo, maybe with a special guest on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Google Play, any podcast system platform is we are on have a safe weekend ladies peace